good evening. Welcome back to We the People. I hope you're uh, going to enjoy this uh, episode. But before we get into all that, let's go ahead and get into uh, the Constitution. This is Amendment uh, 24, Poll Tax Bard. Section 1, the right of the citizens of the United States to vote in any primary or other election for president or vice president, for electors for president or vice president, or for senators or representatives in Congress shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or any state by reason of failure to pay any poll tax or any other tax. Section 2, the Congress shall have power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. That is... Amendment 24. We'll be right back. Welcome back to We the People podcast. This is the three segments we're going to have for tonight. New polling reveals Trump's advantage over Biden in four critical swing states. Zelensky says Israel-Hamas war is taking away focus and invites Trump to Ukraine. And Rashid Tlaib accuses Biden of supporting genocide. So let's go ahead and let's get into the very first one, which is um, new polling reveals Trump's tr- advantage over Biden in four crucial swing states. Former President Donald Trump maintains a lead over President Joe Biden in potential matchups among re- registered voters in four crucial swing states, as indicated by recent polling conducted by New York Times and Senya College. In the election took, if the election took place today, it appears that Trump would win by a landslide amassing over 300 electoral votes. The 45th president possesses distinct advantages when voters peer into the future. Data suggests a greater number of voters believe their financial situation would improve if Trump were to win in 2024, and a higher percentage of voters believe that Trump is better equipped to prevent the United States from becoming embroiled in a war. According to these polls, hypothetical matchup, Trump holds 52% support compared to Biden's 41% in Nevada, a state that Biden narrowly won in 2020 presidential election. Trump also outpaces Biden in Georgia, a state that played a significant role in his attempt to contest previous presidential election with a 49% to 43% advantage. Additionally, Trump maintains a lead over Biden in Arizona, where he has 49% support, while President cites sits at 44%. In Michigan, Trump holds a 5-point advantage with 48% compared to Biden's 43%. The percent, the recent polling shows tighter results in two other pivotal swing states. In Pennsylvania, a state that Trump claimed in 2016, but Biden won it back in 2020, Trump holds 48% support while Biden stands 
at 44%. Meanwhile, in Wisconsin, Biden leads with 47%, Trump closely behind at 45%, which falls well within the survey's margin of error. With approximately a year left until the general election, these polls provide insight into the current state of the the electorate, demonstrating widespread discontent with Biden administration. Among registered voters in these six states, Trump is seen as having an advantage in handing the economy in handling the economy, immigration, and national security in an Israeli-Palestinian conflict compared to Biden. Every poll comes with a margin of sampling error ranging from 4.4 to 4.8 points, and it's important to note that the direction one-on-one comparison is purely hypothetical as primary voting is not scheduled to commence until the following year. This is this is what's really being said about the whole voting deal, because it's been proven already by saying that that uh, that people are are dissatisfied the way how the Biden administration and Joe Biden himself have been running the country. I mean, during uh, Trump's administration, we got we had more money in our pockets. We paid less for gas. We also uh, paid less for food. Right now, we pay more for gas, more for for all of our essentials, even at home. Interest rates are more expensive that you can't go out and buy a car. Vehicles are more expensive because you can't even afford it due to the inflation. Um, wages aren't keeping up. Um, we have conflicts taking place everywhere. Biden doesn't do anything about that. We have an open border, and it's finally starting to all... At first, people didn't care about it, but now that it's starting to f- affect everybody now throughout the nation, that now they're starting to realize, hey, what we had before wasn't as bad as what we thought it was. And that's crazy, because if you think about it, why didn't they realize that in the first place? Why is it all these people allowed themselves to feel like, you know, that it was... Um, that they just felt like they 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 got hurt for what the president was saying on social media. I mean, seriously, I'll take any day of a president speaking out on social media and just saying whatever he wants, and our lives are good, than to have a guy that likes to hide in the basement every time he makes a mistake and doesn't want to answer for anything, or if something if some kind of conflict or something takes place, he don't want to talk about that either. I mean, it make think about it. It doesn't make any sense why you would want a person like that. You don't want a person like that, not even close. Because if you end up with uh, that kind of situation, that's what we have now with Joe Biden. Because one, he's not adequate to be a pre- the president of the United States. Two, he has picked people to do um, government official positions. By race, by gender, by um, religion, and uh, instead of you know qualifying them for that, that can they do the job? That's what it should really come down to: is can the individual do the job? 
And right now, we have people that can't do the job in there. And even his vice president is no good. I mean, by the polls show that if she had to try to run for president, nobody likes her. And yet they keep trying to push her on everybody. Because if you pay attention to what they do, they do. They keep trying to push her on saying that, well, she's the next best thing. Why? Just because she's black? I mean... How many other black individuals are out there, even on the Republican side, and they don't say that about them? Why does it have to be her? Because they even, uh, like they were saying today, um, if they go away from her and try to go with Galvin, New Galvin Newsom from California, uh, it's replacing a black person with a white person, which... That individual was not any better because he's destroying the state, great state of California with every uh, uh, law and everything that he keeps passing. That He's making co uh, companies leave that place, and many people are leaving that place. That, uh, honestly, you don't need, we don't need a president like that. But I don't understand why it, it has to come down to race every time. Because that's what they're saying. They're saying that if uh, the Democrats step away from him, uh, get rid of Kamala Harrison, Kamala Harrison, that they're not going to have voters, that the black vote's going to disappear. So you're telling me the only thing, you're telling me that the only reason why a black voter votes is because it's a black person that's a vice president or it's a black person that is the, that's running for the presidency? You're telling me that a black person cannot go out there and vote on what will make their life better, on making sure that the individual can do the job correctly, that the individual, um, it will be about the people. You're telling me that a black person can't make that kind of decision, that a black person can only vote because it's another black person. That's being really shallow and not believing in a... In a in one certain race, saying that they 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 only vote for one way, and that they can't make a make any make a good conscious decision on picking a person that will contribute to helping them have a better life. That is sad. That is sad that you have news outlets saying that. I was listening to today today, and this just isn't mainstream media either. And that's what's sad is to know that they really believe this, and I'm, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't agree. I think every race can make a a good informed decision as long as they get all the full facts, and that's what you need. We'll be right back. Welcome back to We the People podcast. This is the second segment for tonight's episode. It's Zelensky says Israel-Hamas war is taking away focus, invites Trump to Ukraine. 
Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky has asked the United States for more help to assist Ukraine's army in combating Russia and has invited former President Donald Trump to fly in to see the scope of the fight for himself. Zelensky, who spoke with European Commission President Yersolov Vanderling at a conference in Kiev on Saturday, said Russia wants to focus on Ukraine wants the focus on Ukraine to be weakened and that the war in Israel and Hamas is taking away the focus from Russia's full-scale invasion. He predicted that if Washington does not step up its support, American soldiers could be drawn into the larger European confrontation with Russia. If Russia will kill if Russia will kill all of us, they will attack NATO countries, and you will send your sons and daughters to fight, Zelensky said. In an interview on Sunday, Zelensky also invited the 45th president to visit Ukraine and see the fallout of the conflict. Initiated by Russia's President Putin in February of 2022. Trump has been previously cla- previously claimed that if if re-elected he could end the war in 24 hours. In response, the Ukraine president invited him to visit the country and said that he cannot bring peace because of Putin. If he can come here, I will need 24 minutes to explain to President Trump that he can't manage this war. Vladimir Zelensky said he can't bring peace because Putin, because of Putin. President Joe Biden has urged the U.S. Congress to support a $106 billion supplemental spending measure with the majority of the funds going to strengthen Ukraine defense and the rest going to Israel. In the Indo-Pacific and border enforcement, Whereas Zelensky's over here sitting here saying that uh, the the war is going to just continue and it's going to enter, it's going to make the United States have to enter into it with ground forces. I'm I'm going to have to say I disagree with that. That ain't going to. That's just not going to be possible. And the reason why I say that is, um, there's one thing that. Um, that uh, Donald Trump will right away do. He's going to right away make sure that the European countries start doing their fair share. Because right now we're funding the full, full-scale full war of Ukraines. Am I saying that we shouldn't be helping? Yes, I believe that we should be helping, but I don't think that we should be doing all the, doing uh, funding the whole thing. Um, it's not our backyard. It is the European country's backyard, and they're the ones that are going to get invaded if they don't start doing something. I would just have to say that they need to start doing something. Does it always have to land on the United States to do everything? They want it to be that way because that's what they're constantly always doing is trying to give us the blame us for it and that it, we need to do it. I mean, it's the same thing with being a part of part of NATO. Who, who, who uh, 
pays for all that? It's us. Does the European countries take their first share? No, they don't. Um, that's the reason why so many things were changed when Donald Trump stepped in, stepped in there. And then you got Biden that goes in and puts everything back the way it was. It's not our responsibility, especially with the fact with NATO. Because you got to understand one, th- one thing with NATO. Um, do, do, do I believe that with NATO we should be, uh, we should be doing everything for them? Especially look at, look at what's going on. They're already, they're always, they themselves are sitting here saying that, uh, with the, you, with Israel, that they're siding with Hamas. I mean, seriously, so doesn't that tell you something right there alone? That it's not it's not a very good deal to be able to have the Europeans expecting us to do all their work for them, but yet they're not doing anything. That's the reason why I'm saying that we're better off doing helping, but not funding the whole thing. Is it our now having to do with Israel? Should we be doing what we're doing with Israel? Yes. Why? Because we're the only ones that help out help out um, Israel but we've always said that we will help out Israel it doesn't matter what president's ever been in there we that's part of part of what we're willing to do is help out Israel and that's what I'm that's what I'm glad to be able to say that we do do is help out Israel um, I mean take take for um, Rashid Tlaib I, I just found out today, off the news, that this lady has been, since she's been in office, at her, outside her office, she has, outside the door of her office, she has a Palestinian flag up outside her door. People, do you realize that she is a congresswoman? What flags, what flags should she be doing, should she uh, be protecting that's the united states not over here doing, having another flag in there hey you see a lot of people out here that they they represent a different flag from another country that they that they may have come from to be here do i agree with what they do no i don't but am i going to sit here and say that they don't have to be proud of where they came from no but you don't need to be sitting there as a as a representative of the United States from your state and you're you're flying you're having a a, a, a flag be f- f- uh, basically flowing out flow, flowing outside your door no your job is to protect the, the US con- constitution your job is to do for the you uh, US citizens if you want to be a Palestinian supporter go for it but um, relieve yourself from duties of what you, from the position that you're in because you don't deserve to be in that position because you are not proud to be in, in an American and be in America because you are not looking to do for the United States I don't know what your plan is and that's the way I feel about her I just don't agree with what she's doing not at all and this goes the same thing for AOC it goes the same thing for Omar and any other individual that that uh, goes against the United States, that's including all those college students that are across the world, 
or across the United States protesting and um, doing hate crimes against Jews. That is bringing, and then they're trying to say that the, they're the Holocaust. No, the Jews aren't the Holocaust. They're not Nazis. Do you know when uh, in Germany when that was taking place, that was kind of the same things, the types of things that they were trying to say about the Jews, and look who ended up who ended up doing the Holocaust. It was the Germans. After saying all that stuff, what are we doing? Repeating the past? Why? Because we don't pay attention to the past. And that's one thing that we should be doing is remembering the past. And how do you do that? By keeping the history in the schools. When you don't have that, you repeat history. And that's what we're doing right now. I mean, look at, they defaced the the White House walls, the fence. They're trying to scale the, the fence. Why aren't, why, why didn't we hear anything about people being, uh, people getting um, arrested for doing that? Because I'm sorry. They should be arrested. Have we heard anything about any arrest taking place on them? But what happens January 6th? Individuals get arrested and are still in jail and they didn't even do anything. It's already been proven. Where is the justice in that? And they're defacing American property, property that belongs to the people of the United States. That's why I'm saying if these individuals want to go ahead and go for what they want to go for, go for it. But get out of here and go over there and see what's going to happen once they find out that you're an American citizen. See it truly what's going to take place. And you ain't going to be alive anymore. And I'm sick of I'm sick of what I'm seeing. I'm sick of what I'm seeing throughout our whole country. And these colleges are being allowed to do it. They should the funding that they get should be taken away. Because this should not be allowed to to have racism taking place and hatred and um, and abuse to a certain race. It should not be taking place at all anymore. We did that. That had already been done in the what is it from the eight, from the late uh, mid eighteen hundreds after the Civil War till what nineteen seventies. Maybe uh, you can say even later in big cities in the 80s and 90s, even 2000s to black Americans. And now we're going to have it done to Jews. Who's next? We'll be back. just continue a little bit from the last one was Zelensky saying what he's saying I'm sorry we're not taking anything away from or nothing's being taken away from him with having to do with Israel it's just we need to protect Israel um, we don't get I have no problem with helping out Ukraine the only deal is is we're not getting um, where the money's being spent and I think that's a big a big important thing that needs to be done is to find out where the money is going because we it's already been known that uh, Ukraine is a uh, has been a corrupt country and when we just keep throwing money at it throw money at it 
because I keep telling everybody, and I'm going to say, and I believe I've said it on here, and I know I have, explain to me how in the world a country that has no air power, no navy, um, no type of uh, ground-to-air missiles, all they have is ground troops, and they're pushing back um, a, cr- a country that has ground forces, a navy, they have air force, they have everything. They have everything like how we have everything. You know what happened to Iraq by us having everything like that. We were able to destroy Iraq quickly. And you're telling me that Russia is able to get away with what they're getting away with over there. And see, I don't buy that. Something just doesn't make sense, and something has to, and it needs to be looked at to see what's going on, because it's not making any sense at all on how in the world one 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 country that doesn't have much of anything is able to uh, withstand a big powerful country. I don't see it. I mean, even us when we fought against the United Kingdom, we had every the we created everything to be able to match up to the United Kingdom, and we kept fighting. They don't have, they're getting all this money, but they don't create anything else except ground troops, and they're defeating it. I don't, I don't get it. It's not making sense. Something just doesn't add up. Now let's get on to the third segment of tonight's um, episode. Rashid Tlaib accuses Biden of supporting genocide. Representative Rashid Tlaib released a video demanding President Joe Biden support in a ceasefire to stop the genocide of the Palestinian people. Tlaib, Democrat from Michigan, posted the video on X, the social media platform formerly known as Twitter, on Friday slamming Biden for his statement that the United States supports Israel and opposes ceasefire, opposes a ceasefire, telling him that the majority of American people are not with you on this one. Ceasefire now. From the river to the seas as an aspirational call for freedom, human rights, and peaceful coexistence, not death, destruction, or hate. My work in advocates is always centered in justice, dignity for all people, no matter faith or ethnicity, she continued. The Twitter also contained video clips from Gaza and protests in the United States as well as quotes from Biden National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu protest cries from Ohio were heard shouting no peace on stolen land. Free, free Palestinian, says Illinois, and from the river to the sea, says Michigan. The video closed with Talib telling the camera, we will remember in 2024 before the words Joe Biden supported the genocide of the Palestinian people flashed on the screen, along with a demand on, that he immediately support a ceasefire or don't count on us on it in 2024. Tlaib faced backlash from Republicans' leaders, with some calling her anti-Semitic. Last week, Tlaib forced a vote to censor her, which was led by Representative 
Marjorie Taylor Greene, who said to leave participating in an attempt insurre- insurrection in a House office building by supporting Jewish demonstrators demanding a ceasefire. The censor motion was defeated by a vote of 222 and 100 to 186. Let me just say something about this individual that we're talking about, Rashid Tlaib. She is one that is for um, Hamas and Palestinian. Understand that um, do do the Palestinians have the right to go ahead and be a separate uh, a separate entity? Yes, they do. As a country, they do. But who runs that country? It's the Hamas. That's who runs that country. And I'm tired of seeing that they keep th- they keep throwing shit like hers. She just keeps throwing it out there, trying to make it sound like it is um, it is our fault. It is Israel's fault. Sorry, Israel did not start the war. The one that started the war was um, was uh, Hamas. Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I had a bit of an issue there. It was Hamas who started the war? They're the ones that killed innocent children. They're the ones that killed innocent mothers. They're the ones that killed innocent uh, uh, elders that were Jews. And not just any Jews. They were, yes, they were from Israel with dual citizenship from around the world, including the United States. And this individual keeps pushing for the hate that is going on. Because understand, yeah, what's going on around the around the country is not all of all of all Americans, and she has no business to put my voice for her because she can't speak for me. I don't agree with what she says. For one thing, she should not be flying a, a Palestinian flag in, outside her office when she's a congresswoman. Two, she should not be um, pushing for hate for hate crimes and to be following uh, evil or an evil group as in in Hamas and telling other people to to do the same I'm sorry if you feel like that get out get out of your position you have no business being a congresswoman in the United States for the United States government representing people because you don't represent only a only a part that voted for you, you are you you're representing everybody from your state, even the ones that didn't vote for you. That's what these people don't don't understand and don't get. You're not there for just the people you voted for. You are there for the people that didn't vote for you. Because we are all one country. It's not a separate country. It's the same thing. Just because you have all these colleges with, with uh, students that are pro-Palestinian and pro-Hamas and down with the Jews. That's not the way everybody feels. Because we, the rest of the country, believes in democracy, freedom. Hamas does not believe in freedom and Hamas does not like the United States. They would be happy to see us die. Right alongside with Israel. And for the Palestinians, I would like to be able to see, for the ones that do want to be separate from Hamas... I would like to be able to see them have a free, a free country. The only way that can be done is ground troops have to be in there. And I'm also sick of hearing how um, our bases out there in the Middle East have been bombed on, attacked 33 times. 
and nothing has been done yet. Our president has not done a single thing. What does it take? 33 times is way too many. One, one would be way too many times to be attacked on. So things need to be changed and changed quickly. I just want to say thank you for listening to this episode tonight. Thank you to all of you, my wonderful listeners. God bless our men and women that have to be out there to defend for us, especially under a president that doesn't care for anything. For the men and women that serve the blue, for the men and women that are the um, fire department and EMTs because they put their lives on the line every night and every day for us to be able to live safe and to be able to go ahead and be and be survived. Good night.